Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. We're all looking for ways to save, especially on medical bills. But where do you start? Unless you're a medical bill expert, finding savings can seem impossible. Well, HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance and flags errors like overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. So start saving with knowing where to look. Visit HealthLock.com today before you see another healthcare provider. That's HealthLock.com. When you're ready to ride Metro, we want you to know we're ready for you. Here are just a few of the people at Metro to tell you how we're doing our part to keep riders safe. We're cleaning like never before for hospital-grade cleaning. You'll find hand sanitizer stations all over the Metro. No mask, no Metro. Need one? We have a few extras. At Metro, we're doing our part to keep the D.C. area moving. Find out more at wmata.com slash doingourpart. Today, I think, is a really big day for our economy, the labor movement, the social justice movement, indigenous peoples, and people all over the United States of America. Because today is the day that we truly embark on a comprehensive agenda of economic, social, and racial justice in the United States of America. That's what this agenda is all about. Yesterday, we started reading from the 10 most insane requirements of the Green New Deal from the Federalist, and we're finding it both troubling, interesting, and highly amusing as we went through it. Does does she believe this stuff? The piece Jack mentioned was uh, written by one David Harsani, senior editor at The Federalist, who is also the author of a new book, First Freedom, A Ride Through America's Enduring History with the Gun, a thought-provoking right. Hello, David. How are you, sir? I'm well. Thanks for having me. Hey, good uh, writing. Really enjoyed that. It was informative and funny. Yeah, well, uh, I appreciate it. Yeah, let's touch on a couple of uh, the, the points in the Green New Deal that you found the uh, uh, the most questionable. <laughs> Well, this stuff actually writes itself, so I can't take too much credit. But 
Well, I, you know, in, on a serious note, it's a little bothersome that people in this country, people who are elected in elected office in D.C., think that you can actually get rid of around 99% of our energy production and generation. That seems problematic to me uh, more than anything else. Um, and then to think that, I mean, <laughs> one thing in this sort of uh, the talking points for this is that every building in America, every apartment building, every house, every factory will have to be retrofitted for whatever energy she has in store. Can you just imagine the cost of that? Well, you know, it's funny. I, I can't remember. I was watching a bunch of news as always last night, and somebody uh, did a, a showed a, a shot of the skyline of Chicago, where I happen to grow up, and uh, I looked at all those gigantic skyscrapers, and it dawned on me, wait a minute, to retrofit one of those buildings would, would need like a national effort. Well, right, and reading from your piece, they want to, quote, retrofit every building in America to have the entire working heating and cooling systems ripped out and replaced with, well, whatever technology Democrats are going to invent in their committee hearings, I guess. <laughs> well, I mean, we can't do it with wind and solar. Solar, I think, is about 1.3% of our, uh, you know, electricity generation, and it's and though we spend like 20% of our money on it, it's just not feasible in any way, and no, no normal person or serious person could believe it is. And then she wants to get rid of enough just see others, presidential candidates who've endorsed this want to get rid of nuclear energy, which is like the most, you know, effective uh, sort of, you know, quote-unquote clean energy we have. Well, so she, AOC, she's very wily. She's, uh, she's smarter than even the people who thought she was smart, I think. Uh, is she is Paul she Krugman is, she says she is one of the smartest Congress people we have. Um, so that fills me with fear. But go on, Jack. Well, sorry. So if you just want to look at the verbiage and the things she's proposed, they make no sense whatsoever. But I think I think she knows that. So what is she up to? What's the political game here? Well, I think the the, the problem here was, and now she took it off her website already, is that she was honest about the end game about what you know the left wants to do. It's t- typically, you know. Take away all the environmental stuff. I mean, this is a Trojan horse that's just filled with all sorts of, you know, hobby horses that progressives like. For instance, there's one area where she says that we will give, I think it's a living wage to everyone who can't work or is unwilling to work. And I'm not making that up. It says unwilling to work. So if you're unwilling to work, we can still give you a living wage and a house and so on. Um, I think that's problematic. Also, it would cost about $25 bazillion, so I'm not sure how we're supposed to do it. And bazillion's a lot. What what did she take off the website? She took off this, like, fact sheet that she put up after a blowback, because even Nancy Pelosi mocked it. And uh, the problem, though, is, I think, that about a half dozen or more top-dem presidential, can, you know, prospective candidates endorsed it already, so they should have to live with what what she's forward. Well, I, I almost see it as it, it is, is different things. The the pegging the green energy revolution at an incredibly unrealistic place is is one argument for, for moving the country that direction. But the idea of everybody gets doesn't have to work. What the, what is that? Where does that even come from? I don't even know what that is. I don't know. I, I honestly, you know, it it reminds me of of, of you know, being in college and meeting some really idealistic, hot, you know, <laughs> or lefty, and uh, <laughs> and that they're and they're you know and they're and they're attractive and and all that, and you go along with it and sort of you know because that is a good reason, idea. Yeah, it might be a good idea. You don't know. Why come to my no. place and watch Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, but then you know, in your mind, you're like, this is just 
Yeah, crazy. <laughs> yeah, Jack, I, Jack and I have a bit of a disagreement on this. Uh, he is anxious to move to the uh, ad- admittedly solid analysis of what this is politically speaking long term because it's an absurdity it's a dozen kinds of absurdity and jack my partner wants to move to that analysis i would like to roll around the absurdity for a while because it's so good every person in america with a and i'm quoting family sustaining wage family and medical leave paid vacations and a pension even if they don't want to work they're fit they have an iq of 140 they have seven squalling brats but they just don't feel like working. And I don't know what the wage is for, because this proposal gives you a house and enough food also. So if you well, got a house and enough food, it, what are you supposed to do with the wage you're being given? Not all food, because she wants to get rid of cows and and beef, I guess. So, And she wants to eliminate... Um, you guys are in California. I'm sure that the high-speed trains are really working out well for you out there. And she wants to eliminate planes so that we can all take trains all over the place. And as you said in your piece, sorry, Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I'm not crazy about Hawaii lately, so if we have to sort of sever that. There you go. It is. Uh, it's 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 turning into Massachusetts with prettier beaches, politically speaking. But uh, David Harsani is online, senior editor at The Federalist, who has written a hilarious piece uh, on the Green New Deal, which we will have a link to so you can find it easily. Oh, we left out education for life for everyone. What 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 are you getting your education for if you're provided a house and food and money? Why am I learning anything? I guess, and just in case I'm interested in learning about how to play the flute or something, I guess. Self-fulfillment. Yeah, self-fulfillment. Oh, exactly. There you go. Exactly. Gender studies courses. Um, I, do, I do wonder, can you go forever? Can you get more than one degree? Can you go get a PhD? I just wonder what would be free and what would not be free. So, I, I again, the absurdity of this is so delicious, um, David, but it is also a clarion call for communism. And listen, I'm a guy who has, for the purposes of humor, called various things communist through the years. But I'm serious. What she is describing is a Soviet utopia. And and once we get past the farting cows, uh, communism is responsible for the deaths of hundreds of millions of people in the 20th century alone. And that ain't cool. My parents defected from communist Hungary to get away from this sort of stuff, so I also typically or like to call people communists for no real good reason. <laughs> we we <laughs> could bond, David, but go on. But the, the problem is they're actually here now, so it's not that funny anymore, and now you know, I feel like I have to reiterate that when I say it, I actually mean it, because there's no way to engage in this sort of massive societal change. Essentially, she just wants to destroy contemporary society and not do it through coercion and do it through sort of collectivist and communist ways. I don't think it's going to happen. I, I really hope it's not going to happen, but that's what this is, and I don't understand why we shouldn't treat it that way. Well, what's the latest poll? 56, 57 percent of Democrats are open to the idea of socialism, so you know that's a pretty big move in the needle in, in, a, in a short period of time. Because they talk about Norway and Denmark and not the, you know, thousand other examples where it's completely failed and people have, you know, ended up in, in mass graves. Well, and actually, you know, the more you actually uh, you read about the Scandinavian countries and their various experiments and the things they've done and then backtracked from. I mean, it's worth taking a look at if you're interested in governance, but they are not socialist utopias. No, and they are not even really socialist. They have capitalistic societies that, that and large welfare systems that they hold up, but they're smaller countries with different sorts of populations and different sorts of problems. So it is kind of a ridiculous example. America, I don't think any of that would work here, really, but, I mean, 
well, call and, them socialists. They are not. And, and one of the aspects of the Scandinavian countries, a little experiment that nobody is comfortable talking about, is that as they've been hit with uh, higher levels of immigration um, than they've seen before, people from different cultures, different belief systems, that sort of thing, um, they're, they're, to whatever extent they're socialists, those systems are breaking down because mm-hmm. they were like uh, large, but they were like uh, tribal societies in which there was, so, there was so much shared moral sense and were in this together sense that people did what they were supposed to do, which you can get in a small, homogenous, freezing cold society <laughs> in a way that you can't in, in other places. Just Ah, exactly right, I think. I mean, we can have immigration here and we can have diversity, but then we need a meritocracy. We can't just have people coming in and then guaranteeing them everything in life because, frankly, everyone's going to want to come here then even more more than they do already. So you got one party where over half the people are okay with socialism. That's that's a, you know that's a significant political movement or problem or all the stuff we were just discussing. But on the other side of it, I get the sense that she and some friends were sitting in a room, stoned, laughing their 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 heads off. Drinking apple teeny, saying, "What? Let's just go as far as we can. This is going to make the people on Fox News and talk radio their heads are going to explode because it's some sort of there, there's a game going on here politically, and I don't quite understand what it is. And Nancy, I'm not sure Nancy Pelosi understands where she's going either, but she has to reckon with it on some level because AOC is so popular. I mean, you can just see people hitting the bong, writing the next sentence. It's that badly written, but. Uh, I think you're being too generous. I, I actually believe that she believes this. I think a lot of young people, especially in urban areas, believe this kind of stuff. And I'm not sure what the older people are, believe it or not. I think Bernie does. Uh, I think they're sort of scared of her, actually. I think that they realize that this is popular with, with many sort of hardcore Dems, and uh, they want to you know, appease them as they move forward. So I don't know. It scares me a bit. You know, I, I think it can happen, obviously, and it's going to be very difficult. But it is a bit scary to see people. I think it's because the Cold War has been over for so long. There's a new generation, all of that stuff. But it is scary to see people sort of embrace something that's really anti-American, frankly. David Harsani is the senior editor for The Federalist. You know, David, I'm, i I got to side with you. I, Jack, I think you're – I don't – I've run into enough people who really believe this stuff. Surely the eliminating airplanes part was a little – that they had to know what they were saying there. I, I agree there are aspects of it that are so Looney Tunes, but I believe she believes a lot of this stuff. I think she's more serious than you would guess. That's my See, that's I think if you think guess. about it as a faith, right, as a religion, that's what it is. So, I, I, you know, you go to church and, you know, you sort of believe some of the stuff, but then you go and act the way you want to act, <laughs> you know, when it's not Sunday or whatever it is, but you believe it as sort of a religion. And I think that that's socialism to people. It's their faith that's where their morality comes from. That sort of, I think there's a vacuum. The <laughs> bill, there's a vacuum in their souls or anything, but you know, they're looking for something and they're finding socialism. You can't read this enough. The bill promises the government will provide every single American with a job that includes a family-sustaining wage, family and medical leave, vacations, and pension. That's incredible. Education for life for everyone. The government will provide healthy food to every American the government will provide a safe, affordable, adequate housing for every American, and the government will provide economic security for those who are unable or even those who are unable or unwilling to work. Right, regardless, entirely regardless of, of your effort. To so throw in, in unwilling, I almost feel that that's where I come with the it's too much. It's jabbing me. It's an attempt it's an attempt to get a reaction on me. There's no way you threw in people who are unwilling to work and get free stuff. 
who are we to force people to work? <laughs> well, listen, and, and David, uh, if you have just another minute, um, and this is especially important, I think, given your family history, your parents, for folks just tuning in, uh, defected from Hungary to escape the, the scourge of communism, people will only work for one of two reasons, um, to make their own lives better or to escape punishment. And this enormous economy, this fantastic, amazing economy that's financed so many great lives and lifestyles and financed so many wonderful charities and so much goodwill around the world, etc. If you remove self-improvement as an incentive from this incredible economic engine, you have two things happen. Number one, the engine absolutely is choked. And number two, you have to have, and, and here's where we get to your family history, an all-encompassing, all-seeing uh, regime of punishments for those who don't toe the line. Yeah, you you either have to cope with... Anyone can do all of this stuff now. You don't have to fly. You don't have to have a car. You can use solar panels, whatever it is, and people don't because you have to coerce them to do it because it's not affordable. It doesn't make sense for them in their lifestyle. So, in the end, that's the truth. My parents escaped from a place that had free education, uh, guaranteed job, housing, free you know health uh, health care, all of that. And many people do. Millions, maybe millions did. And uh, people still from Cuba will go out into shark-infested waters on little tubes to get away from it. So um, people need more than that and want more than that. And you can't change human nature. David, I'm sorry, David Harsani, senior editor at The Federalist. David, I really enjoyed the chat very much. We'll have a link to your, your very funny and, and terrific piece. Uh, good to talk. Thanks. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Text line is 415-295-KFTC. This uh, story will be around for a while. You are listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. When you're ready to ride Metro, we want you to know we're ready for you. Here are just a few of the people at Metro to tell you how we're doing our part to keep riders safe. We're cleaning like never before. We're hospital-grade cleaning. You'll find hand sanitizer stations all over the Metro. No mask. No Metro. Need one? We have a few extras. At Metro, we're doing our part to keep the D.C. area moving. Find out more at wmata.com slash doing our part. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy, and we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. 